You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. Welcome everyone. My name is Jackie Vanderlinden and I am so excited to chat with you today about five simple tips for less stress and more ease. This is a topic I am passionate about because I ran that rat race for a long time, feeling constantly overwhelmed and completely burnt out. And I see this with women I know on a daily basis. They're stressed, They're overwhelmed, they're tired, and they feel like there's no end in sight. So my goal today is to give you some simple tools that you can implement. But take a moment and know that while these tools are simple, some of them do require a little bit more time and a little bit more effort. But I promise you, some only take a few minutes. And you don't have to do them all tomorrow one step, one tip at a time, and you can accomplish great things to gain control over your days again and embrace a life of more ease. So let's dive right in. Number one, declutter. Now, decluttering is such a huge topic and it can feel stressful and overwhelming, but declutter just one area of your home. Just start there. When it comes to decluttering your home, I always suggest that you start with the area that drives you the most crazy. I know as I say that, you've already picked that spot. And you know why I suggest this? Because this is a point of stress in your life. It's something that weighs on your mind and likely is not interrupting your day-to-day living. And if we can get that one area To be even a bit easier, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if we can get this area to be of use, or it can be a place that is supportive in your life, if you can have a home that supports you, it will create instant ease. It also creates instant reward and provides a ton of motivation to keep going. So, If you are feeling like the whole house drives you crazy, I get you, I've been there, 
Start with one area that feels easy to complete. This is why we often choose our clothing closet. There's a ton of things to get rid of, and generally once we start going through, there are some pieces in there that we can't even believe we still have. And whether you like it or not, we all have to get dressed each morning. But it's more than just that. It's also a great place to practice decision-making skills. It is said that clutter is just piles of indecision. And once you begin to declutter, you begin to strengthen that decision-making skill. When you toss or sell or donate, you have to choose. And it becomes easier and easier over time as we strengthen that muscle. So again, that first tip is to declutter one area of your home, choose that spot, and get to work. Your second tip for today is to schedule yourself in. Having a solid calendaring system is key to giving yourself mental clarity. The average woman I know has a lot going on. Work, appointments, kids' extracurricular activities, book club, and more. And there is nothing worse than thinking that you have the night off, only to be reminded at the last minute that you're supposed to be somewhere. Have a calendar system where you can easily share invites with your partner, friends, and family. This keeps everybody on the same page easily. But part of a good calendaring system is actually using and checking it. I know lots of people that have a solid calendar, but they're not checking it enough to utilize it to its full ability. So here's my suggestion. Do a daily check-in, morning and night, on your calendar. In the morning, get up, maybe do some stretches, breathe, make a coffee, whatever you need to do, but then take a quick peek at your calendar before you dive into the rest of your morning. This will give you an overarching idea of how the day will go. This way, if you have an early morning meeting, at work, maybe you want to give yourself an extra five minutes driving time just so that you can make sure that you're not late. I also do a calendar check-in each evening. I usually do this after dinner, the kitchen has been tidied up, but I review it before I sit down and rest for the evening. I simply look at the day ahead so that I don't wake up to any surprises that I forgot to prepare for like a kid's special event day at school. We've all been there. It is no fun trying to sew a hundred buttons on a kid's t-shirt at 6 a.m. And yes, I know it sounds like I put everything in my calendar, and I do. And it's also color-coded. But I digress. I know it may sound like over-scheduling, but truly, Because I dump everything into my calendar, it gets it out of my head, and it's something that I can depend on. I can also do a quick 10-second review of my whole week and get a really solid understanding of where I need to be and what I need to be doing. And like I mentioned, this extra tip, I block in everything. I block in exercise, meditation time, food prep, tasks that I need to do. I even block my family time in. And to some, this may sound crazy, but as a recovering workaholic, 
it's important for me to set the time and the reminders to keep my priorities in check. So schedule yourself in and check that calendar morning and night. Let's dive in to number three. This one I promise you is a whole lot easier. Make your bed. So as I mentioned, this one is definitely super simple. But again, this overly simple action creates small intention in your day. And it's an intention of tidiness and order. We often hear that children thrive on routine. But guess what? So do adults. So try it. Make your bed. Because, let's face it, no one feels great when we are overwhelmed. And while making your bed doesn't seem like a big deal, over time, the ripple effect of this one consistent action each morning can be life-changing. Underneath it all, making your bed each morning strengthens your discipline skills. Plus, at the end of a long day, doesn't it feel great to slip into a tidy, cozy bed? I know, it seems too good to be true. But again, this is more than just making your bed. This is the art of consistency. And what I have seen happen with clients who really struggle with consistency is that a simple task, first thing in the morning, like making your bed, and again, this is also great to teach your children, this simple task leads into a healthy routine, which ends up giving them a little bit of motivation, a little bit of accomplishment first thing. And this allows us to trigger different parts in our brain so that we are more likely to get other things accomplished during our day, all from making your bed. The fourth tip for you today is to clean your kitchen. Now, before you roll your eyes, because this is a task that you don't want to do, I get it, but it's super simple. Before you go to bed each night, make sure that the dishes are done, the counters are empty, even wipe down the counters and the table, and run the dishwasher. I have honestly done this for years. I can even remember early in my marriage, my husband begging me to just leave the dishes in the sink. But you see, it's because having ease in your morning routine starts with your evening routine. We all know those couple of hours in the morning when you wake can feel chaotic. Getting yourself and possibly your whole family awake dressed, fed, and out the door with all the items that we need for the day can be a lot to accomplish in a couple of hours. And the kitchen is the hub of the home. And so waking to a kitchen that is clean will create a bit more ease and flow to your morning. So while you may resist cleaning the kitchen, I promise you that this is a task that will reap many rewards. Now we dive into our last tip, number five, unplug and unwind. I know you have heard this advice before, but listen just for a moment. We need to make this simple. All I'm asking is for you to consider taking a few minutes of downtime off the screens or TV before bed. Maybe do a few stretches, maybe you read, but it doesn't even have to be that elaborate. 
often in our house, we have family talk time where we all turn off the TV for a few minutes, a few minutes earlier before bed, and we all pile into one bed and we talk for a few minutes. We ask questions about what was the best part of your day, what would have made today better, what are we grateful for, really anything. And even if you don't have children, this can be a great time to connect with your partner or to even just get quiet and ask yourself these questions. These aren't deep, heavy conversations that we have. I mean, sometimes they can get deeper when there's struggles happening in our lives, but for the most part, it's fun, joyful, and interesting, funny little conversations that leave us all feeling connected. This little bit of time allows us to unwind off the screens, and it's a stepping stone in calming us all down before we tuck into our beds each night. Because we know that a good night's sleep sets us up for a great new day. Do you see how these all connect? How these all play a part in creating less stress and more ease in your day-to-day life? Stop waiting for a vacation to enjoy yourself, to have ease, to let go of the stress. Imagine for a moment you implemented one of these tips. Decluttering one area of your home, scheduling yourself in, making your bed, cleaning that kitchen, or unplugging and unwinding at the end of the night. Imagine if you implemented just one. What would that feel like? What would that look like in your home? Imagine now that you implement two or three, or even all five of these tips. What would your days look like? What would they feel like? Imagine a time in your life where you have mastered your schedule. You have mastered that calendar. You have said no to things that do not serve you. And you have prioritized yourself and your family. You've even found some more time to begin to declutter the house. It's not a fast process. It's a one area at a time, one room at a time, but you're making headway and the house begins to feel cleaner, tidier. Imagine that you have control over your calendar so much that you have a little bit more ease in the mornings. You have time to make the bed. You even maybe begin to have time to meditate, exercise, Or maybe not, but the bed is made before you leave for the day. Maybe your evenings now have more flow and ease. The kitchen is tidied before you go to bed. And you have time to unplug and unwind. All of these pieces will give you more time. And that essentially is what gives us less stress and more ease. Step by step, piece by piece, I promise you, these simple tips can change your life. 
Thank you, friends. That is it. Five tips for less stress and more ease. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, wishing you a life of less stress, less clutter, and more ease. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails.